Join Pastor George Zunwa on a journey of genuine God encounters through the Word of God. Through the teachings of Pastor George Zunwa, you will gain knowledge on how to triumph over challenges and transform them into testimonies. For more information and testimonies, contact us at 0702-5950 or 0702-5950. 5951 experience the power of God's word Jesus exceeds expectations love sense somebody say love sense and one of the reasons a lot of people are in the mess and thank God here and there is that they're not walking with wisdom uh, a few things I want you to remember as we deal with having sense in love is this Number one, know who you love and who loves you. Have enough sense to know who you love and who loves you. It's easy for people to know who they love, but many times it's difficult for people to know who loves them. And in relationship, you must be able to discern that. If not, you'll be running blindsided and you're going to get wounded very quickly. And one of the ways you know who loves you is not how you feel about the person. One of the ways you know who loves you is about the inner freedom you have when you are around the person. You see, because love is a spirit-spirit communication. And one of the things you need to know about your inner man is this. That there are some things your spirit man can know today that your brain can only find out in 10 years' time. Your inner man has a capacity called intuition. And intuition goes farther and sharper than intellect. Okay, let me use one simple illustration. Is there anybody here ever before in your life? You have been sitting at home or doing something in school or whatever. And then something here, you just felt like so so and so is coming. And after about a few minutes, the person comes. And there's no reason to fear he's coming or she's coming. Either an uncle, an auntie, a friend. Your spirit knew he was coming. Even though there was no physical reason to think he's coming. Huh? Okay. Have you ever before as a person, without anything happening to prove it, felt like a sense of betrayal by a friend? And then before long, the evidence came. Ah, You see, because your spirit man can catch it long before your brain can see it. That's why whenever you are thinking about relationship, apart from your, what you feel, what you see, you have to listen to your inner man. When there's a resistance in your inner man, you slow down or you stop. Whenever there's a resistance in your inner man, you slow down or you stop. If you rush and you quench that resistance in your enthusiasm, and the people that do it the most are those who are overcommitted. When they've started getting sexually active, when they've started having uh, commitments of money and all of that, they don't listen again. They just rush into it. Because in their mind, this is okay. I want you to please understand that inner freedom is very important. 
The second way to know that somebody loves you is that the person puts effort into pleasing you. Anybody you are in a relationship with who does not make any efforts at all to do something to make you happy doesn't love you. Can I repeat that again? Anybody you are in a relationship with who can give time, who can give money, who can give attention, who can break any kind of protocol, who can do anything in order to make you happy. I'm not talking about sin. I hope you understand me. Anybody trying to get you to sin to make him or her happy is manipulative. It's corruption, not love. Now, it's very important that you catch that. So when I'm talking about somebody putting effort to make it happen, not if you love me, you are going to do that for me. Okay, if you love me, you're going to allow me to serve God. The person I say, if you love me, you'll sleep with me. If you love me also, you allow me to serve God. You allow me to be pure. You allow me not to have a conscience problem. Because love is give and take. Do you understand me? But there should be an effort to please somebody. I'm having my birthday. And uh, you, you made an effort. You don't have all the money in the world, but make an effort. I am not talking about guys doing it for girls. I'm talking about both ways. Because every time you say make an effort, the girls think it's the boy's responsibility to make an effort. Because in their mind, we're already making effort. What effort are you making? You put lipstick. Are you still hearing me? So you make an effort. You make out time. You call. You care. And then some things the person complains about, you look into it. You apologize. You change the way you talk and the way you act and all of that. You are making an effort to please the person. That's part of love. Another way to know whether somebody loves you or not is the way they communicate with you. People that talk down on you don't love you. They are abusers. People that are hard and harsh, giving you instructions and conditions, don't love you. Anybody you are relating with and that relationship is based on conditions and conditions and conditions is not love. When I'm talking about communication, I'm talking about somebody that you can sit down with for 30 minutes, there's no agenda and you can talk. And when there's a serious thing to discuss, you can actually face it seriously and discuss it and there's no name calling, no anger, no abuse, no embarrassment. You can actually discuss trivial and consequential with the same freedom. That's what relational love is. But anybody you say you are engaged to now or you are dating, that anytime you bring up one issue, the person's face turns, there's anger and resistance and a battle. That person is already intimidating you. Is telling you no go, no go, no go area. By the time you get married, that area is blocked off. When you bring it up at that time, it becomes a battle. That's why in some marriages, the men and the women are not talking. They're just burning pickings. They can't discuss, they can't talk, they can't relate. There's no depth. And the worst kind of relationship are those where the man and the wife are not friends. Because how many of you know that you can discuss almost anything with your friend? The serious ones, the unserious ones, and all of that, you can discuss that. When I hear people talking about, uh, can you touch somebody's phone? Can you not touch somebody's phone? Can you, he's going to get angry, he's not going to get angry. If both of us are related, why is phone an issue? Please explain to me under heaven why your phone is a no-go area. 
That if I pick your phone, now heaven fall. That means you are not trustworthy. They say, Pastor, don't go there at all. Don't go there at all. I will go there because you know it's the truth. A man that has nothing to hide has nothing to hide. A man that has something to hide has everything to hide. So that's the truth. If I have no skeleton in my cupboard, anybody can clean the room. If I have a skeleton in my cupboard, <laughs> anybody going toward the cupboard? <laughs> no, now. Why are you going there? He said, I'm trying to clean the room. He said, no, don't clean that area. I clean it by myself. There's a skeleton in the cupboard. But you need to know who loves you. You need to know who you love. So it's easy to know who you love. But many times it's difficult to know who loves you. So first of all, check your inner freedom. The voice of your intuition. Then check how this person is making effort to please. Then check how this guy communicates with me. Whether there's courtesy, whether there's intimacy. Whether there's openness and whether that we can freely talk about serious things and casual things. Then you talk about what you see. It is difficult to love what you don't like. I didn't like her. It's the Holy Ghost that made me marry her. Now lie. Now lie. All the pastors you have met since you became born again always tells you to pray very well to know the will of God. Check all the pastors you know. All their wives are beautiful. Because there is something called watch and pray. There is something called what? Watch and pray. Jesus said the way not to enter temptation is to do what? Watch and pray. It is a pray alone. If you pray alone, you enter temptation. If you watch alone, you enter temptation. The two of them must combine. So while you are praying, you are so careful to marry what you like. So, if you are feeling now like somebody came to you and said that, you know, the Lord is leading me to marry you. And when you look at him from head to toe, there is nothing about him that appeals to you. Sister, the Lord did not speak. Am I clear? What I'm telling you now has destroyed a lot of people. You can't live with what you don't like. Because the first response of a human being is on the visual. Unless you are blind. That's why people talk about love at first sight. I told you it's not love, it's likeness. Come on, are you hearing me? Your first response is visual. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Has anybody ever before, can I ask a question? Has anybody ever before told you, you are looking at a cloth and the cloth, they told you this cloth is very expensive. And yet, you don't like the way it's made. The only thing you know is this is costly. But as far as a woman inside the clothes, you don't know her. Don't get yourself into those things, please. Second thing about love sense is know the cost of the relationship. There's some relationship that cost you your life. There's some relationship that cost you your relationship with God. There's some relationship that cost you your destiny. Please don't follow a relationship that will cost you too much. Don't follow a relationship that costs you too much. Know the cost of this relationship. What is it costing me? And there are high maintenance relationships. A high maintenance relationship may be money maintenance. You keep spending and spending and spending. You go home, you are doing 001. And then when you see her, you take her out and spend 50,000. Every time before you see her, you are saving. After you see her, you start saving again. Anytime you want to hang your clothes. Hang it where your hand. 
Jesus. In any relationship you are involved in, be sure that it's not high maintenance. You are not jumping rope and hoops. You are not always stretching yourself to overplease. You can't pay your rent. You want to buy iPhone and give somebody for Valentine. Is it not you? The person is calling. Is the person planning to call another person? If you give him the iPhone, he will call another person. Since it's me that you are calling, I'll give you phone. We want phone number. Let it be only me. Praise the Lord. Stop this nonsense. So it can be a high maintenance relation. One other high maintenance relationship can be in the pressure of the relationship. It's not just financial maintenance. There's some relationships that are emotionally draining. When you're hanging around with somebody that is extremely jealous, every time you finish with a person, you're emotionally drained. You're always trying to prove that you're faithful. If I am dating you, and if I'm going towards and this uh, man is greeting me, how are you? Fine. He makes a comment. <laughs> I laugh. And I turn my eye with my eye. You are standing there like a soldier. <laughs> Later, I can, how are you? Let's go. Then, what are you doing, Tim? Foolish people will think, oh, he's jealous about me. Oh, he's jealous about me. You're going to die under him. Because in this world of today, you are going to be in the marketplace. I'm going to be interacting with different kinds of people. You're going to be in the boardroom. You're going to be interacting with different kinds of people. You're going to be in ministry. You're going to be interacting with different kinds of people. Every day you step out of your house as a married woman. You are not dressing like the old mamas used to dress. You're going to dress like a young girl going to work. Whether it's a banco or MTNO or any company, you are going to dress well, make up well, going to work in the company. And your husband is a very insecure small man. Every time you come back, you say, can I see your phone? Your phone rings in the night, he collects it. And maybe somebody is calling in the office or your boss or a colleague, he picks it. He huh? <laughs> Work never finished. <laughs> never close. Must you call a married woman at home by this time? What I'm saying, does it happen? It's not about being jealous of you. What you are calling being jealous of you. say, hi, Kai, he loves me. He's always jealous. He's not jealous. You married a small man. Please listen to me. All of you here now. I want you to please be clear about this. That your dispensation and generation is different from your father's own. In this dispensation and generation, almost everybody went to school. Almost everybody is interacting with the other person. People are going to cheat. People are going to mess up. People are going to be stupid. That's why we're asking you to choose the best you can get. And after you choose the best you can get, understand that you're going to give the person the freedom to be a human being like you. And that person is going to walk out of your house and enter into the community and be herself and come back home. And you are going to endure that. You're going to live with that. Because your husband is going to get out, enter a plane and say he's going to work in the US. He's going to work in China. He's going to business. He's going to do this. You have to trust that he went where he said he's going. Your wife is going to get up now. My company that's doing training in Abuja. We are lodging a hotel for one week. You have, to be, you have to trust that she went there and she's only in a hotel, not with another man. And if you are insecure, you will never have a good home. You will never have a good home. So all of this nonsense, people are running up and down and acting as if they love you and all of that. It's just that their heart is too small. They can't manage you. 
And I want to say this to every one of you here now. Nobody with a small mind can manage a successful woman. No man with a small mind can manage a successful woman. There are many men on this earth. The moment their wife is getting rich, their anger increases. They will say if she becomes rich now, she'll be insubordinate. She'll be doing things by herself. She'll be doing all of They will do everything to sabotage your business. There are men, even if they become billionaires, they won't put 10 naira into their wife's business. They don't want you to have anything. It happens. And it begins with these small, small insecurities. And if you don't deal with it now, it will begin to sabotage you tomorrow. And many young girls don't have sense enough to notice it early. They'll just keep walking, keep walking. Say, ah, this guy, he loves me. Every time he's always angry. He doesn't want me to talk to anybody but him. He loves me so much. He doesn't love you. He's sick. The same thing for a girl. There are some girls at the moment you greet them good morning, they cling over you like this. You are saying, allow me. Now they say, no, 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 you are mine. You are mine. You are He said, allow me to breathe. Now you say, you are breathing. Uh, breathe here. He said, I, I was greeting her. He said, you don't greet her. He said, one of the things I fight the most as a pastor, or one of the counseling I normally do with pastor's wives, and all of that when they come around, is their husbands and women in church. Uh, a sister came for counseling. The pastor's wife comes and stands by the door. The girl comes out. Is that her waiting? Waiting, they look here. Waiting, uh, uh, Mama. I came for counseling. Is it now? So people they dress to come counseling. <laughs> they see you, see you. This thing where you wear now, now counseling. <laughs> and she, she is right <laughs> at some level because some people actually, when you see them go, you know, no be counseling. They no go counseling. They go to make arrest. You know. That this person's intention is not real. But when a woman is obsessed, when a woman is suspicious of everybody in church, after some time, the church will naturally scatter. Because the pastor's wife be harassing, antagonizing, fighting, quarreling everybody. Anybody that greets the pastor is a suspect. But the issue I'm bringing out to you here is this. That if you are insecure, you will create more problems. You keep damaging things. So, please know the cost of the emotional cost of the relationship. Emotional cost also includes abusive behavior. That every time somebody you are relating with is, oh, he gets angry, he talks anyhow unto you, and then he apologizes. And then you say, well, it's just because I offended him. It's me that causes the problem. I don't know. I keep offending him. I keep, no, you are not the one causing the problem. The guy has a sickness, he's emotionally sick. And the ones I can't understand are the ones that will slap you and then you apologize later. He said, I don't understand. It's me that always causes the problem. I don't understand. Uh, every time I do something to anger him. Please look up here. When you squeeze a toothpaste, what comes out is what is inside it. If it's a black uh, gel, it comes. If it's white, it comes. If it's blue and white, it comes. If it's red, it comes. If it's green, it comes. You will not squeeze it and something that is not inside will come out. Every time pressure comes on a person, that's when you know what is inside the person. Pressure doesn't put something inside. Pressure reveals what is inside. So stop deceiving yourself. The man has an anger problem. That a girl is beautiful doesn't mean she doesn't have an anger problem. There are some people, if you offend them now, the way they curse you, curse your mother, Coach all the, all the people in your family. When they finish, two days later, they come to the house. They buy cake. 
buy a shawarma, I think. And they come to the house and they come. They smile. They kneel down. He said, I didn't mean it. I was just angry. Is this my anger? Eh? Please help me. I, I, I love you. All the things I say, please forgive. In fact, in fact, in fact, let me rub your head so you can forget. Let her go. Anybody you are relating with who when he gets angry starts cursing and abusing has a problem. Either is not born again or the swamp in her soul has not been drained. Get an engineer to drain the swamp in her soul. She needs to go through counseling and deliverance. Something is dirty and smelling. And inside that swamp, there may be a crocodile. If you marry the person, they will eat you alive. The third thing to know is know where the journey is headed. A few days into your relationship, you should know where the journey is headed. You should know where it is headed. Don't follow somebody running up and down. That's why those of you that are students, you are in year three, she's in year two. And both of you are telling yourself, we love you. We love each other. Don't worry. The day project, according to Papa, one month I have a job. I will marry you. Young girl, please listen to me. There's a reason why people don't marry their mates. It's because by the time you are coming out, your mate is your junior. If you went to school with a girl and you were in primary school at the same age and went to secondary school at the same age, by the time you are coming out of university, that girl is your senior. She may be lower in age than you, but life is choosing her earlier than you. That's why you see some of your sisters that are 20-something and married, and you as a man, you are still 30-something, you are not married. And your sister is going to have a child now that is older than your own child. You have to understand that. So when you are coming out with a girl about the same age from school, she's already ahead of you in age according to life, the cycle of life. While you are preparing yourself, getting a job, getting money, getting this, a person that's already prepared will come for her. So young lady, the person you are saying right now that she loves you and all of that and that you engage and both of you are in the campus, no challenge. The issue is this. When you come out of campus, you graduate at the same year. Even if you get the job immediately, there are some preparations necessary for a man before he settles down. There are many things a man navigates through before he settles down. People who don't navigate through that and who don't have a support system to help them die poor. When a man looks like he's delaying marriage, it's either he is a thinking person or he's a wayward person. If it's a wayward person, his delay will hurt his future. If it's a thinking person, his delay is to lay a foundation for a better future. So it may take you some years. And the problem with those years is this. That when you are intimate with person for a long time, the person begins to notice your inadequacies. After some time, you become common to the person that you were special to. That is why courtship after five years, six years normally breaks. It's not breaking because you are bad. It's because the person has gotten used to you and familiarity breeds content. So from day one, know where the relationship is headed. And don't keep anybody keeping you marking time and promising you when he becomes big gates. And you keep waiting and waiting and waiting. Young lady, let me tell you the problem. The problem is this. If you wait with a man for six years, and the relationship breaks. The man moves on without any loss. You are the one that will start afresh. 
The reason is because men are the ones that make the choice. Women wait to be chosen. So a man that left you today in three months can make a choice. But if they leave you today, you have to stand there waiting until somebody comes and says, now you. Because of that, don't put yourself in the place where your destiny is stagnated by another person's position. The fourth thing is know what you can live with. When I talk to you on the deal breakers, know what you can live with. And no matter your negotiation on this earth, don't negotiate yourself to something you can't live with. I don't care how much I love you. If there's something about you I can't live with, we are not getting married. Not every two good things go together. I love you with all my heart. Bye-bye. If you negotiate yourself away, you will spend your whole time paying. Your whole lifetime will be a payment process. In today's fast-paced world, we all need contacts and mentors on social media for inspiration, motivation, and more. You can connect with Pastor George Izunwa on all his social media handles. Follow him on Facebook at Pastor George Izunwa, Instagram and Twitter at George Izunwa. Connect and let's take the journey of greatness together.